listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Monday the 17th of January. You're listening to Recap made for you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. And here we go. The first time for 2022 It's the disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Alice. Kia ora, Jose. How are you? I'm so well, thank you. It's lovely to see your face after a month off. Yeah, Happy New Year. Thank you very much and Happy New Year to you and to our listeners. I was uh, We've been off for a month, obviously, um, but I just was wondering what your highlight of the break was, Alice. Well, I'd say that I started 2022 in the best way possible. I actually spent New Year's Day walking some of the beautiful Abel Tasman. Um, oh, one of the great walks in Aotearoa um, and it was just like a stunning beautiful day beautiful beaches and um, yeah it was just an awe of our natural beauty we're so blessed in our country absolutely I had my own my own sort of uh, you know recognizing the beauty around us in nature moment um, for my first swim of uh, 2022 in the ocean was at Waihi oh, Beach yeah? it was possibly one of the top five swims of my life I have to say. Waihe Beach. Waihe yeah, Beach. Uh, just perfect uh, temperature outside, perfect temperature in the water. You know, not too cold, but you know, just a little bit cold. Good balance between the two temperatures. Uh, there were waves, but they weren't so big. They were sort of kind of pushing you around. You had enough. You could, you know, they were just fun enough, really. Wasn't a heck of a lot of people on the beach, just enough. So they were, and they were all, you know, it wasn't slammed. And it was just glorious. And I was just in there for 10, 15 minutes, you know, didn't overdo it. Got in. Enjoyed it, got out, went and got an ice cream, went home. Boom. That sounds amazing. You've made me want to go to the beach now. I think I might go after work. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I, if the weather's pretty good. It's looking, it might be on the cards. But Alice, while we might have been on holiday, the share markets weren't. Uh, what has been happening since we last caught up? Well, Jose, uh, quite a bit as it turns out. Mm-hmm. So as you say, the share markets weren't on holiday and in particular over in the US, um, they've had a bit of a bumpy start to the year with the S&P 500 down 2.8% this year to date. Uh, as our markets here in New Zealand and over in Australia often sort of follow the sentiment in the US, we've also seen these effects flow through to our side of the world. Uh, the NZX50 is down about 2.9% year to date and the AS 6200 is also down about 2.5%. Right, that's really interesting. So what's going on here? Yeah, so I'm not really expecting you or anyone listening in to remember this, but back in mid-December on Recap, we chatted about how the Federal Reserve was catching up for a meeting uh, all the way over in the US. Yeah, I, I can't say that rings any bells, to be honest. Okay, so just as a refresher, uh, the Federal Reserve is the US's central bank. Uh, it's like the, what the Reserve Bank of New Zealand is to New Zealand. It controls the US's monetary policy, which is a fancy way of saying that the Fed influences the supply of money into the US economy, as well as interest rates, uh, all to keep inflation low and to sort of keep the, the economy ticking along. 
So the Fed held a meeting back in December, uh, as it does eight times a year, where it reviewed the economic and financial conditions of the country uh, and determined their stance on monetary policy. Mm, yeah, okay, this is actually jogging in memory now. Oh, that's good. Well, in early January, the minutes from that meeting were released to the public, and what they indicated was that the Federal Reserve might raise interest rates sooner than expected to tackle high inflation. Uh, Now, upon this news, investors in the US reacted quite strongly and share markets declined, and this effect also flowed through to share markets around the world. Uh, Since then, the markets have been a bit bumpy as investors continue to assess what this means for different types of investments. Okay, I get all that. But how do higher interest rates impact the value of stocks? That's a really good question. So on one hand, higher interest rates can make it more expensive for businesses and consumers to borrow money, which can lead to less spending uh, and certain companies might be impacted by that. Uh, But another way that higher interest rates can affect the value of stocks is through something called discount rates. Now, when you're valuing a company uh, as analysts or you know, how people do uh, to sort of figure out how much they think it's worth. You typically forecast out the future cash flows you think the company will make, and then you apply a discount rate to work out how much these cash flows are worth in today's dollars. And that helps determine a company's valuation. Now, typically the relationship is that the higher the discount rate, the lower the value of those cash flows in today's dollars and the lower the valuation of the company. Uh, And that relationship works and vice versa as well. Okay, okay. I I think I'm still with you. Okay, that's good. (laughs) So generally, uh, higher interest rates lead to higher discount rates, uh, which in turn can lead to relatively lower valuations of a company and its Mm, share price. Right. So these effects have been at play in markets as investors are sort of evaluating the prospect of higher interest rates, taking this into consideration when valuing companies and pricing this into the market. Uh, But something to note is that the effect can be reasonably varied across different sectors and and types of companies. In particular, it can be more pronounced for growth companies. Uh, And we have seen this over the past two weeks with tech companies particularly being impacted this year so far. Thank you very much, Alice. I feel way more up to speed on what's been happening lately. And as, uh, and as for uh, what's in store for the rest of the year, I thought I'd just mention that Sharesies is running a webinar this Thursday where we'll be chatting to a few experts about what they think will be the major trends and themes impacting share markets in 2022. I'll put a link uh, in the episode description so you can register for that. Good reminder. Thanks, Jose. Thank you very much for that update, Alice. But uh, this morning, the West Farmers conglomerate provided its own update in the form of its half-year results. Now, West Farmers is one of those Australian companies that seem to own just about everything. Like they've got Bunnings Warehouse, Target, Officeworks and Kmart, just to name a few. Uh, so can you tell us about how the group did? Yeah, certainly. So this was a preliminary profit result for the six months ending on the 31st of December. Now, a big part of the story are results from the Kmart group and Target which Wes Farmers say was significantly impacted by COVID-related disruptions. So what they say happened over the last year, or the last half year rather, was that they lost 25% of store trading days due to government restrictions, which meant they had to close stores. So trading, they say, did improve in the second quarter of the financial year as those restrictions were loosened. But customer traffic suffered during Christmas in some states uh, by the increase in community transmission of COVID-19. So altogether, Kmart and Target 
target sales fell by 10% for the first half. Were supply chain issues a problem as well? Uh, yes, West Farmers said even though they'd managed their supply disruptions well by stockpiling more inventory than uh, they usually would. But then they had to contend with a lot of their warehouse workers in New South Wales and Victoria, where uh, a whole bunch of distribution hubs are. They had to isolate, or a large part of the workforce had to isolate at home because of COVID. So even though they had the stock, in some cases they, they had issues meeting some customer demand. It's expected that Kmart and Target earnings combined before tax will be somewhere between 215 and 223 million for the half year. But you said they had to close some stores, right? Yeah, so in 2021, they uh, shut down 62 Target and Target Country stores, which of course bit into their sales, but combined online sales for Kmart and Target were 44.2% higher than the previous period. And looking ahead, how do you think the whole group of companies will fare? Uh, well, they offered up, as I said before, a preliminary result, and that means that it's yet to be uh, reviewed by their auditor. And they said they expect a net profit uh, after tax somewhere between 1.1 and 1.2 billion Australian dollars. And what's kind of driving that forecast is that they were what they called pleasing results in Bunnings and the West Farmers Chemicals, Energy and Fertilisers part of the group. But more details will be offered up at the results, which will be announced on the 17th of February. And we might hopefully also get some news about the West Farmers takeover of Australian pharmaceuticals by then as well. I'm sure you remember that from the end of last year. Alice, uh, now you started off with a bit of a reflection on what's been happening in the markets while we've been away on holiday. But I'm very keen to know what is lined up for this week. Yeah, well... Uh, first, as a heads up, US markets will remain closed on Monday uh, while the US observes Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, but also, earnings season has just kicked off with a lot of US companies due to report their latest earnings results over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, is it just me or does earnings season just never seem to end? Yeah, totally. Uh, but the reason for that is because US listed companies are required to report their earnings four times a year or every quarter. So it does feel like a bit of a continuous stream of earnings reports at times. It's not at all complaining, by the way. But what's happened so far with the earnings season? So some of the big US banks started things off by reporting their earnings on Friday, uh, and that included JP Morgan, Citigroup and Wells Fargo. Now the banks all beat estimates, however their share price reactions were mixed. Yeah, let's start off with JP Morgan. How did it go? So JP Morgan's share price fell over 6% on Friday after its latest results showed its quarterly profit had shrunk by 14% year on year. Uh, now the bank attributed this to higher than expected costs and the company also warned that these higher expenses uh, will persist. Right, and how about Citigroup? Well, it was actually quite a similar story, with Citigroup's profit for the quarter falling 26% compared to a year ago. Um, again, Citigroup said that this was due to higher expenses. In fact, the bank reported an 18% increase in its operating costs compared to a year ago. Uh, and the company's share price fell about 1.3% after releasing its results. And finally, how about Wells Fargo? Wells Fargo actually bucked the trend a bit. Uh, its share price rose 3.7% on Friday after its earnings for the quarter jumped 86% year on year to around 5.8 billion US dollars. Very good. And who's up next with earnings this week? 
Yeah, there's a few more financial institutions earlier on in the week, uh, including Goldman Sachs, Bank of America and Bancorp. We've also got United Airlines due to report on Wednesday and American Airlines on Thursday. That, uh, these are all US time, by the way. Uh, and also on Thursday, line yourself up for some Netflix and earnings as the streaming giant is due to release its latest figures then. Great. Thanks very much, Alice. And that was recap for the 17th of January. Thanks so much for listening and welcome back to 2022. I know, it's going to be a huge year. I can already feel it. I can feel it bubbling away. You can, of <laughs> course, can give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch, our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz. And you can also leave a voice message. There is a link in the episode description. And we'll see you tomorrow. We certainly will. Matiwa.